brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated everyman? Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. Welcome to, to Couch and the Room. Welcome to Couch in the Room, our Friday show. Beginning a little late today, but just as good. And if you listen to this podcast, you never know the difference. If you listen live, we apologize. We hope you enjoyed the music. Jason, how you doing, man? What's up, man? People thought we got uh, canceled. Yeah, it could happen any day. <laughs> it felt good to actually have people are like, wait, where are you guys at? Well, do they care? People do listen live. We thought we'd... Uh, you know, Graham was uh, coming in from the airport, so thought we'd play some Phil Collins. You know, people hated it. People loved it. I don't know. Yeah, no. So it's... sorry. We apologize to everybody. We try not to do that ever, but things happen, you know? Yeah, I thought I thought I did this perfectly. I, I booked a flight that got me back into Grand Rapids about 1130. Time to get to Lansing. And uh, that was... Uh... You sent that this morning. I'm like, yeah, there's no chance. Like, I was like, you know, I know how the airport goes, the airport flights and stuff. Like, I don't know. It was, uh, I was good until there was a mechanical issue with a piece of the sink in the bathroom of the original plane. Like, I was like, can't we just sink? Right. I'm like, well, why don't we all go to the bathroom before we get on the plane? We'll all agree. Nobody take a piss on guys, the plane. You guys are peeing in the sink? Well, you, you got to be able to wash your hands. Now, it's nah. the same thing you went through the other day here. Yeah, but that's, there's a difference, right? Is there? Yeah. If you're going number two, yeah, you can't go. Everyone has to have some hand sanitizer. I mean, the sink shouldn't stop a flight, is my point. That would piss me off. That's what I said. It, it, it wasn't that bad. Wing, they, they, engine. They fixed it closely. I tried to describe to everybody there. I'm like, you guys don't know about Couch in the Rube. <laughs> I'm like yelling to the entire Newark, Newark airport. All right, we all go to the bathroom now. Everybody together. And break. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, anyway, we got, we got it done. Uh, yeah, man. And uh, 
important show because it's Twitter Question Friday presented by Groovy Donuts. And, you know, it's not just – first of all, the Twitter questions, they were fantastic. And um, I look forward to getting into those. Before we do, though, uh, sort of an epic basketball game last night. Epic? I don't know. For Thrilling? Michigan State? Yeah. yeah. How, where would you put that? How would you describe – I don't know if I'd go epic. Epic. It was a solid much. win. Solid uh, road win. It was a good State. game. That looked like it was going to be another one of those losses for Michigan State. Epic. I don't know. Yeah, epic's a bit much. Um, I, but I'll say that it was a, it was the sort of game they lost last year mm-hmm. with a team that was arguably more veteran. Now, part of that was because Cassius wasn't where Cassius Winston is now. But a year ago, I saw this exact game pretty much early season road game. Against a Louisville team that had, you know, was excited about the game, had a good home crowd, had some punch to it. Foul trouble hit Michigan State, hit Cassius Winston. He melted down. The team didn't have the poise it had last night. And and that's even a guy like Foster Lawyer, who played a few critical minutes uh, when you know in the first half when uh, uh, when Cassius Winston was out with foul trouble. A year ago, you remember, he struggled in those minutes when, at Louisville, uh, the, the, across the board. And then you see a guy like Malik Hall show all that poise. And uh, Where'd that come from? It's a great question. You saw that coming in your column? I did not. Oh. I did not. It made an easy column, which was good. <laughs> but these weren't just any points. First of all, you had all 17 in the second half. And they weren't just points that, you know, made a semi-close game, you know, uh, a bigger lead or anything like that. I think it was, I wrote this in the column here. Hold on, let me. I don't know if I can play any more music. You can't play any more music. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should have this ready to go. Okay, here it goes. His shots put MSU up 43 40, 45 40, 50 47, 53 52, 55 52, then 63 Miles Powell was, was heating up. And by the way, Miles Powell on one ankle is pretty damn good. Guy had 37 last night. And he was questionable, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't think he'd play. He sprained an ankle badly a few days earlier. I knew this was a big game for them that they had it circled that he'd want to play, but I didn't think they'd be all that effective. But yeah, no, it was, it was impressive by MSU for a lot of ways. There, were, there was so much adversity. You get so much out of that game, even if they had lost that game. You play a team of size that bothered Tillman, and yet he and Winston had a ton of poise. Malik Hall talked about Cassius Winston and Xavier Tillman on the court in the timeout saying, hey, just do your job. Stay with it. We got this. We're good. Those guys have been through a million big games. This is what sweat equity is. They were developing it last year. This is when it pays off. You get guys who have been in the Final Four together, been through those NCAA tournaments, beat Michigan three times. All the stuff you go through, that carries over. And you win a game like that where the other team star drops 37. You're on the road. You're down five with 240 to go. And you win the game. Cassius Winston was great late. Hit three big threes. Really understood when he needed to take over. Rocket Watts. I mean, there's a guy who hasn't found his shot yet, but there's just no nerves. That's a great sign. Guy hits a huge three late. Had a great dish to Cassius for an an essential shot. It was. Uh, Were you shocked by Rockets' minutes last night? Twenty-six minutes. 
Let, not enough or too many? I just thought it was too many, right? I mean, oh, I thought he didn't I was play as by much. That many. I thought he didn't play that much at first. Mm. I was kind of surprised. I thought he would play more. He, would, he seemed like he was out for a while. What was interesting, though, in the first half, and I wrote about this in the quick takes, you saw this is the problem for Foster Lawyer. Like, you saw Foster come in and play well offensively, right? Hits a step in three. Then later on, uses his body well in transition to fend off a, a more athletic defender for a layup. Played well. But Miles Powell looked at him and went, lunch. And went, the problem for him defensively is he's going to have to become somebody who's pesky, sort of a gnat. You know, I'm not saying he's not big enough to be Aaron Kraft, but what I mean is he's going to have to be, and I, I just did that comparison because they're both white, obviously, but the <laughs> what I mean is he's going to have to be somebody who may not have great foot speed. Like Kraft had pretty good foot speed, but or great size, but he is a pain in the ass to deal with defensively. Because they had to take him out because for all he was giving them offensively, he was giving it up. And they're better off putting Rocket Watts in there. And and that's 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 a tricky thing for at, him. At that's, some point, Foster Lawyer is going to have to go prison yard and just take out a guy to show people that he can actually, you know what I'm saying, not going Miles Garrett level, but you get what I'm saying. is that To not get picked on for, as you you said, lunch, uh, guys will look at him as lunch, right? You have to just kind of be physical and get a technical maybe. They kind of show that you can play defense and be scrappy in that aspect. Yeah, I don't, prison yard seems a bit, ex, a bit <laughs> well, <yeah>. excessive. <laughs> well, you know, what like I mean. What, what I mean, what do you suggest? You, I'm saying that when they when you go to prison, they tell you to just take out the biggest guy so you get some respect. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. No. If I was uh, if if I were just a hard foul, bad boy style, 1990s, and two and Rocket watches on the court with you. That's the guy I'd want to have my back. Maybe Tillman. Yeah, you definitely want to get up and wait until like Tillman gets in front of somebody. Yeah, and start talking. As somebody to who didn't fight any of his own fights in elementary school, there's a there's a there's a real science to it. Oh, you were totally that guy too. Where you know, oh man, as soon as your buddies came up, Marcus Jackson, man, that guy yeah. was my boy. You were like over his shoulder, like yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't. I told you not with this face, man. I couldn't couldn't take a shot. No, of course not. It's too risky. Too pretty. Too pretty. <sighs> no, obviously a huge game for Michigan State. I think it just. It's the sort of thing that becomes, you know, we've talked about it with the Michigan State football team, right? They don't make the winning plays in key times, and that's sort of a characteristic of this team. It's ingrained in who they are. It's a problem for this season beyond some of their other problems. It's the reason that even if they keep it close against Michigan, it's hard to predict them making the actual winning plays to win that game. Mm-hmm. But and what about another guard, too, in Miles Powell with 37? It just seems like they, like, and, and Rico Beard tweeted that last night, and it, it's like another guard is going to light us up, and it just seems like those guys just hit those shots. What, I mean, they played tough D on them. I mean, I thought. What, is Rico ignorant or something? No, some hoops. Miles Powell is an All-American, man. Right, That's but a, they are hitting, hitting those shots like Grayson Allen did. Like, you know what I mean? Just yeah. Like, like, oh, here we go again. And know your hoops. I mean, he went for 37. Does he score 37 a game well, he in 33 minutes? He averages. He had 27 in the first game before he got hurt. He averaged 23 last year. He may average 28 this year. But what I'm saying is that he was just hitting those shots, yeah. the unguardable ones that it, Crazy. I know what you mean. Yeah, no, that's a uh, and, and that's you know obviously what happened in the first game with Tyrese Maxey. It's that three over, right? The Tough. three over uh, Aaron, Henry. Aaron Henry. But yeah, the, the difference in this basketball team is the opposite of the football team. These sort of characteristics when you win close games and you expect to win close games when you make the poise plays down the stretch, that stuff carries over time and time again. It's a Michigan State basketball team. That, I mean. There is so much growth that has to happen in this season, but I thought last night was a really good sign 
and something they can really grow for. And, and, and Malik Hall gives you – I mean, it was interesting talking to Dane Fife about him because, you know, you can talk about the Kenny Goins. He looked like a Kenny Goins hitting those pick and pops. But they love so much more about his game, and he's got better hands than Goins. He's more comfortable in traffic. Now, he's not the, the glue guy yet, and he's not the rebounder yet. But they, they see him potentially as a guy who can have some of Draymond's game. And that would be that would be huge. And and obviously, it's a, it's, he's a freshman, and he's got to keep doing it. But he didn't do it against Binghamton. He didn't do it in a home game. He didn't do it, you know, this was, this was a true road game against a top 15 team and a game you trailed, and he made big shot after big shot and looked poised, looked comfortable. That's uh, that's a really big place, really good place to be uh, for uh, for Michigan State basketball. They have what do they play? Charleston Southern on on Monday, and then Maui, and uh, yeah. So, you want to do some Twitter questions here? Yeah, we can do some. Let, let's get into it. We'll do some Twitter questions here, then we'll take a break, top of the hour, and we'll probably take one break, second hour. But we're pretty much going to fly through to try and make up some time for our our, our late start and, and get through all the Twitter questions. We even we even canceled a guest today. Huge guest. I know. Big guest. Felt bad about that one too. Big guest. We won't tell people who it is. Hondo Carpenter. It was Hondo. Sorry, Hondo. It was a tell-all sit-down with Hondo for an hour. Unfortunately. Today was the day. It was squeezed out, buddy. Sorry. Yep. Next week. Yep. Next week. Yep, yep, yep. All, All right. right. So let's, let's do, do let's do some of your Groovy Donut Twitter questions. Reminder, Groovy Donuts, your place for your game day tailgates. Uh, visit GroovyDonuts.com. Also, two locations on Lake Lansing Road in East Lansing and in Williamston. Jason, are you ready? Let's do it. Mark Snyder. Can MSU decline a bad bowl invitation, or if they get six wins, are they contractually obligated through the Big Ten's bowl contracts? No, you you can always um, you can always decline it. It's just a bad look. Like, who are you to decline it? Are you so good that you can't play in Detroit? Yeah, or you can't play? No, no, you don't yeah. do that. That's a bad look. No I would thanks. rip. I would rip the shit out of that. No, thank you. Quick lane bowl? Nah, we're good. No, no, it didn't win more than six games. Sure, that that would be my argument. Then lose out. Then lose on purpose, so you don't have to go to. Yeah, no, no. You you played. And, and it, first of all, there's an argument that playing indoors in Detroit, when a lot of your fans could go see you, against a team like Florida State, which is one of the projections, good storyline there with Harlan Barnett, would be better than playing in a freezing Yankee Stadium, right? In terms of just in pure enjoyment of the game. So I, yeah, you can you can turn it down programs do it they're not they don't have to go but it would be a bad bad look i think for a for a program that has does not you know turn it down no quick lane bull i'm sorry but michigan state's above the quick lane bull you have to be you have to have yeah. that mentality okay all right mark snyder also writes in if you were offered three times your lsj salary to cover seton hall athletics but you had to live in newark would you do it yes 1.3 million dollars absolutely yeah for sure no but by the way uh, first of all there is cost of living concern like new york city i'd have to look at newark but yeah you give me three times my salary i could uh i could put some money this away guy wax is poetic about covering like high school stuff back in the day or like fourth grade wrestling meets back in kalamazoo <laughs> i mean what, what he's not above newark yeah i'm not above newark uh, all right, next one for Mark. Will Couch in the Rube strike a deal with an MSU athlete to make a paid appearance on your show each week once the NCAA restrictions are lifted? I didn't think about that. We could do it. As a guest, like if you paid him or he or she, right? We could make it like the, the, the worst player on each t- 
team or something like that would probably would not be good to get someone on the show hey you're the worst player on the team unless they looked at it as sort of a badge of honor like for for example uh, there's a book called uh, uh not uh the last amateurs by john feinstein who chronicled the patriot league and this is about 20 years ago when there were still some teams that weren't even full scholarship this is, that's bucknell and you know lehigh lafayette and there was a guy at holy cross at the time who was the 12th or 13th man on the team and holy cross was the worst team that year in division one and he took pride in being the worst division one basketball player so maybe you find that but yeah it is tough to go up to somebody and be like hey we're looking for the worst guy we well, think it could be you what are you thinking we got a conversation card. like that yeah front 43 gift card groovy donuts gift card can they take gift cards in this uh new deal We'll find like out. Well, we'll be the thing that gets MSU football on probation. It'll be a couch in the room. It'll be a big scandal. <laughs> that would be great. Be on ESPN. Yeah. That would be great. Uh, next one from Tyler Simmons. What are your thoughts of the Michigan State versus Michigan football game in 2001 when Spartan Bob stopped the game clock with one second left? Would that happen in today's college football game where it seems just about every single play is reviewed? Ah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't would know. Would they let a fan run a clock? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. It, it, they would review it, but it's not like the clock hit zero. The clock just kind of paused. So I don't know what would happen now. But certainly the the clock did sort of uh, pause. Spartan, Spartan Bob hates me, by the way. Does he? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. He uh, when I was on the showing show, I must have said something that ticked him <laughs> off, and it was definitely a long. Man. It was definitely a long second. Was it, yes, it was a very long, very long second. It was but very long. It happens sometimes. Shout out Spartan Bob. Uh, Mark Spade writes in, Mark D'Antonio's contract runs through 2025. Does he believe he will coach that long? Is the MSU fan base okay with one year, one, one up year followed by two mediocre years? Is the Scandalaris family okay with that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. what. I mean, I think he's got support from donors most places. I, no, I do not think he'll coach through 2025 because what's that? This is 19. That's six more seasons? Dang. No, no, no way. He's not going to coach at 70. He might, I mean, it's possible two, three more, but I, I, even that, you know, I don't know. But but you have to, his contract just rolls over. So, and, and I, I have to look at the buyout numbers. It's not like, I don't think they have to pay him entirely through 2025. The big number this year is obviously the $4.3 million if he sticks around. Uh, I, I, do not, I do not think he, now if they fired him, they might be, I might have to pay him through that. They're not going to fire him. I'm sorry, what word did you, you said what? The F word? How dare you say the F word? Did I say the F word? What? Oh, fire. No. Not going <laughs> to fire. All right, next question. All right, next one from Max. Did Seton Hall have as many turnovers as it seemed? Did MSU's defense force those turnovers, or was it Seton Hall's sloppy play? A little bit. You had a little bit of MSU getting in there, and but there, there was a lot of times the ball seemed to pop up, and, and MSU was there, right? And uh, But they're Johnny on the spot, right? So, But, yeah, Seton Hall was a sloppy team in parts. They're a one-man band offensively in a lot of ways. There are things about Seton Hall that I look at, and that team is not going to a Final Four. Because the problem Seton Hall has is they might be able to beat just about anybody on a given day, but they really, really, really need their guy, uh, Miles Powell. And I, he doesn't have to put up 37, but he just is so much of their offense, so much of what they do. They don't have other guys that scare you. And to win four straight games to get to in a Final Four, that's hard to do. Now, it happens occasionally, and we saw it nearly happen with Purdue last year and Carson Edwards. A guy gets hot, takes a team on his back, so it can happen. 
I think that Purdue team, though, last year had better pieces around Edwards in some degree than Powell has around him. Now, they're, they're big, but yeah, no, it's... Uh... All right, good start. We're going to come back with more of your Twitter questions. Before we go, I want to remind you, Groovy Donuts is hiring bakers. They're looking for motivated, team-oriented people who have a passion for donuts. It's me, obviously. Baking experience preferred. That's not me. I do like to eat the dough. Apply by visiting groovydonuts.com slash join our team. That's groovydonuts.com slash join our team or email your resume to the Groovy Donuts Shop. That's one S, Groovy Donuts Shop at gmail.com. You can work with Andrew and Monica. Monica drives you hard, but they make great donuts. It's a good place to work, good people. We'll come back with more of your Groovy Donut Twitter questions on the other side of this. Couch in the roof. means football, falling leaves, and furnace maintenance. Hi, I'm Peggy Doty. Call the winning team at Doty Mechanical today for a 17-point tune-up on your furnace. A furnace tune-up is a smart way to ensure your family's safety and avoid a stressful breakdown. Win this heating season with a Team Doty furnace tune-up. Call Doty Mechanical today at 327-7777 or visit us at DotyMechanical.com. For heating and cooling, the names to know, Doty Mechanical and Carrier, turn to the experts. The Spartan Beat with Rico Beard. Help out these Spartans. They're getting injured in the Breslin Center. They're getting shellacked at Spartan Stadium. Help them out. Give your time. Give your money. Help out the Spartan team. You, reach into your pocket. Find that pocket change in your car or in your truck that you were just going to buy candy bars with and donate to the Spartans. The Spartan Beat with Rico Beard. Noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific on Spotlight Radio Network. Politics, business, sports. This is the Spotlight Radio Network. SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. NBC News Radio. I'm Dean Mucho. America's former ambassador to Ukraine will testify today in a public hearing for the House impeachment inquiry. Marie Yovanovitch was ordered back to Washington in May, months before her term as ambassador was to expire. Yovanovitch is scheduled to testify at 9 a.m. Eastern time this morning. People in Santa Clarita, California, comforted each other in a candlelight vigil last night after a deadly shooting in a local school. Dan Broyles is the pastor at Valencia Hills Community Church. He opened the door shortly after the news broke. Obviously, many people here have loved ones or uh, friends that maybe you saw the shooting or had a lockdown in the classroom. And so part of this is their own shock and then caring for people they love. A 16-year-old gunman walked onto the campus of Saugus High School in Santa Clarita, pulled out a 45 caliber semi-automatic pistol from his backpack and opened fire. The teen shot five people before turning the gun on himself. Two students have died, but several are in the hospital. An exhibit on the hunt for Osama bin Laden opens today. It includes declassified government documents and 60-plus artifacts. Photos show caves in Afghanistan where he was believed to be hiding. One section even explains how the U.S. missed catching him before 9-11. Another has recordings from the Navy SEAL team that carried out the mission that ended in bin Laden's death. The exhibit opens November the 15th at the 9-11 Memorial and Museum. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. 
University of Chicago Medical Center nurses might be going out on strike again soon. The nurses have notified the hospital that they're prepared to walk off the job November 26. The nurses went on strike for one day in September. Former 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick is ready to prove he still belongs in the NFL. He's got a private workout scheduled Saturday in Atlanta. All 32 teams are invited to attend. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. An ugly incident towards the end of last night's NFL game as Browns defensive end Miles Garrett was ejected for ripping the helmet off Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph and striking him in the head with it. Also ejected were Browns tackle Larry Ogunjobi and Steelers center Marquise Pouncey. Browns coach Freddie Kitchen. He understands what he what he did. He understands it's totally unacceptable. Um, and we got to get through it. The NFL will certainly look at what happened with discipline likely to follow. The Browns did win the game 21-7. to According to the league, 11 teams have committed to coming to Atlanta to see Colin Kaepernick work out tomorrow. The Trailblazers expected to sign Carmelo Anthony to a non-guaranteed deal. He hasn't played in the league in over a year. The Dodgers' Cody Bellinger and the Angels' Mike Trout winning the respective MVP awards in the National League and American League. College basketball last night, number 3 Michigan State on the road defeated number 12 Seton Hall, 7673. That's sports. Frank Arity, NBC News Radio. Some relief from the cold today for the northern and central United States. Not exactly warm, but somewhat more comfortable. Sunny and near 50 in Boston today, 52, partly sunny for much of the mid Atlantic. Stormy today for the southeastern United States. A storm will gather strength off the coast of the southeast, and heavy rain will fall across much of South Carolina and Georgia. Rain, too, with thunderstorms in Florida. A concern today for coastal flooding from eastern Florida north to the outer banks of North Carolina, including cities such as Charleston, South Carolina, and Savannah, Georgia. Lake effect snow is the story for northwestern Pennsylvania and across a good deal of northern and western New York State. Sunshine, central and western Great Lakes expect partly sunny skies for the midsection of the nation, partly sunny for the Rockies, the southwest, and across the California coast. Rain and some elevation snow across the Pacific Northwest. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. This is Doug Warren with your Spotlight Sports Update. Number 3, Michigan State held on to beat 12th-ranked Seton Hall 76-73 last night in the Gavit tip-off games. Cassius Winston led the Spartans with 21 points. Malik Hall added 17, and Xavier Tillman grabbed 10 boards. The Detroit Red Wings gave up a late goal in the third and another just 23 seconds into overtime in a 3-2 loss to the Kings in L.A. Tyler Bertuzzi had both goals for the Wings, which had its three-game win streak snapped. The Wings face off tomorrow night against the Sharks in San Jose. The Detroit Pistons continue their three-game road trip against the Charlotte Hornets tonight. Detroit has Drop three in a row. The Pistons are three and a half point favorites, and the total points number from Vegas is 219 and a half. And it's Michigan versus Michigan State tomorrow at noon at the Big House. The Wolverines are looking for their second straight win in the series. Michigan State is hoping to salvage its disappointing season. The Maize and Blue are 13 and a half point favorites. And the Lions host the Cowboys Sunday at Ford Field. The Westgate Sportsbook in Vegas has installed Dallas as a three point favorite. Most reputable books have this game off the board because of the unknown status of Matthew Stafford's back injury. That's your Spotlight Sports Update. I'm Doug Warren. What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated everyman? Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. Welcome Welcome to to Couch and the Rue. 
Welcome to Hour 2 of our Friday show. Graham Couch, Jason Hick, Couch in the Rube. We are answering your Groovy Donut Twitter questions presented by our friends at Groovy Donuts. With the big rivalry game coming up tomorrow, Groovy Donuts is offering a, quote, box divided. It's the best way to enjoy an MSU U of M game with fans on both teams. Custom options are available for any occasion, of course. Visit GroovyDonuts.com or call one of their two locations for more information. That's in Williamson or on Lake Lansing Road in East Lansing. All right, Jason, are you ready for more of these sort of questions? Yeah, but by the way, Groovy Donuts, Andrew and Monica, they're really good at those those ideas, at those, you know, the, the box divided. That's smart. Yeah. Dig they're, that. They're good idea people. Yeah. That's why they've got a successful young business. Oh, yeah. You need that kind of. So you could have used them when you came up with the book idea. Like if, if, <laughs> if you had Andrew and Monica and you fleshed out the idea of having your own sports book, you might have had, it might have gone differently. I love the both of them, but there's no saving my sports book. <laughs> uh, David Jackson writes in, are we seeing firsthand the ascension of Malik Hall and Gabe Brown along with the accompanying dissension of Kyle Arns and Marcus Bingham? It's one game. And so Marcus Bingham had played really well. It had averaged 10 points and six rebounds in the other two games. I think he's still going to have a, a big part in the season. Obviously, if one player, though, shows over time that they need to be on the court, they couldn't afford to take Malik Hall out. That that changes certain things. But Bingham, to me, is, is I mean, he didn't play all that much or all that well last night, but he has been a surprise. And I don't think after one game, because he played well against Kentucky, too, I don't think that goes away. Um, Kyle Arnes is a guy they absolutely need. He's a guy who fits in every single lineup. Doesn't matter if he has a great game one day or not. Like you know, like he can fit with every lineup they put on the floor at multiple positions. And is he going to have a starring role? No, but he is a guy who they trust on the court all the time, and you're going to see a lot of him. I don't think now the the more that other guys play well who have maybe a higher ceiling, sure there are there are, you know roles change, but Kyle Arnes is going to be a, a big part of this thing. All right, next one from David. Have you seen Xavier Tillman look over a match like this since Nick Ward's injury put him in the starting lineup? You know what it reminded me of is the I forget the guy's name for Kansas, who was the seven-footer that Nick Ward went up against a year ago. Like This was legit size, and these big men were limited in their offensive ability. You can see it. They didn't have great hands, but they were a pain in the ass to deal with lengthwise. A lot of shots blocked, a lot of guys getting to the rim and shots adjusted. And if you're a six-eight Tillman, you're not a true five. You're dealing with a seven-one guy in the post. It, it, it's a pain in the butt, especially if you're not a true natural scorer anyway in the post. So I don't think he was overmatched. I mean, he had 11 rebounds, played well in there. But, yeah, is he, is he a guy who can score against a seven-one player? No, but when he plays in the NBA, that won't be what he's doing anyway either. It's just in college he's a center. So he's against the seven-one guy who's kind of a, in his way, and yeah, you're right. He there are elements of his game. This is good for him. I mean, he, you know, there are things he still needs to improve in terms of working around length and height. All right, next one from David. Did you notice that the real upper deck jerk guy's profile pic is the image that was on Michigan State basketball office letterhead when Judd was coaching circa 1985? Wait a second, really? Well, I don't know what that like. Somebody who was, I think, because uh, it was Jay Billis's. Um, Judd sent him a letter. I think that's where he got it from. Okay. I think. And no, I haven't noticed. I didn't. Yeah, so maybe. <laughs> it's usually a picture of you or I or Doug or something. Solari. Solari or Charbonneau. So. Yeah. My wife's calling in, by the way. Just dialing in. Yeah. Should he, Everything all right? I don't know. Should I pick it up and tell her we're on air? Do it. Hey, you. We're on air. 
You got to put it on speaker. Oh, okay. I'll put it on speaker. Have you ever done radio before? Huh? You're on speaker now. You're on the show. Oh, that's not necessary. I was just calling to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Talk to you later. That Bye. call sponsored by Groovy Donuts. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> not necessary. <laughs> All right, next one from David. Should she, I watch? She will not be happy about that tonight. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, get that couch ready, couch. Uh, next one from David. Should I watch Divided We Stand? Uh, is there anything about Michigan State in it that I don't already know? Uh, does it show Rashawn Gary crying like a girly man in 2017? Um, I'd like to know what David Jackson doesn't know about Michigan State, though. That that's a good question. I don't know if that's possible. That so there's something that he doesn't know. <laughs> My wife just t- texted, "What the hell, man?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that went better than expected. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. No, don't tell her how many people listen. <laughs> yeah, back to back to David's. Uh, have, back, you, have you watched Divided We Stand? I have not seen it. Have you? I have not. No. no, it was on at eleven thirty last night, right on Big Ten Network. Yeah, I've not, I've not seen it yet. So uh, I'd uh, like to. at some point, I'm going to see it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, 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 can't, I don't know what to tell you. I, I've heard good things about it. I'm not in it. It's got uh, Jack Ebling in it, so uh, it's got a lot of people from both. Uh, oh, that's right. You're bitter because you're not in it. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right, next one from David. Ignoring the MSU game and not considering gambling, what game played on Saturday is likely the one that should most demand fans' attention? Well, a couple things. To ignore gambling is kind of hard. Like well, you, you lost me there, David. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the what the question is really. Um, <laughs> but if we're just talking actual game games, without you know paying attention to the line or or, or any of that any of that stuff, it's not a great great week georgia auburn probably right because it impacts so much um that's a 330 cbs game after the michigan state game minnesota iowa four o'clock is probably the game fox because that determines a lot in the west those are the two games i think are probably the games this week just straight up games i'm sorry david lost me after not <laughs> considering gambling i just can't think about it uh dave and traverse city tyrese Maxey and miles powell both have resembled carson edwards of late would you compare the two of them to Edwards as far as helping their team goes? Uh yeah, I mean I actually think I actually think it works better than it did early with Edwards with Powell right now. And I was very anti Edwards, and I've taken a lot of grief for it because he had this great run. And everybody acts like everybody loved him all the way. I, I can tell you what, Matt Painter in mid January was looking forward to a program without him. And obviously they nearly made the final four and he's a legend there now. But and he hit eleven threes in a preseason game, Graham. Come on, for the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, but he was a guy who sometimes was detrimental to the team cause, and uh, he's kind of like Derrick Rose for me. Like I just never understood the love, and I don't get it for Carson Edwards either. Like a one dimensional. I'm not saying Rose is, but like it's all the love, and you're just like, where is this coming from? If the love for Carson Edwards, he's a one dimensional guy, which probably works in today's NBA, but this drives me crazy. All right, next one from Hans Jurgen. Does MSU need more low post offense? I feel like uh, we are shooting too many jump shots. With a new three-point line, I think mo- more low post offense is needed. Does Jason still want to hit me in the chest? I was kick me in the chest. And no, no, Hans, we're fine. Okay, good. This makes me laugh, you know. Kicking someone in the chest, it's crazy. <laughs> it's not a great low post team. I mean, that's going to be an issue. Now, now, they've got guys who can score around the basket and they've got guys who are comfortable. I mean, the Kithier, one of his great talents is he doesn't get frazzled um 
you know, and Tillman's good around the basket for the most part. Hall seems to be like th- those are good things. But yeah, in terms of guy you can throw it to on the low block, they don't really have that guy right now. And uh, it does take one element of the game away. Um, but you know, if you're a shooter, and and, and some guys can shoot and can make threes, and other guys are actual shooters. The three point line doesn't change. Like if you put me on the floor, I don't care what the three point line is. Shooters shoot, right? It's a the three point line is a suggestion. It's like a you either have the range or you don't. And, and Michigan State's got a few guys. I don't think it'll bother. But it does bother guys who are trying to step their game out. Like an Xavier Tillman or an Aaron Henry, guys who can make shots but aren't natural shooters, those guys can be affected by the line distance, no question. All right, this one from Josh. You like, you like how I compared myself to uh, – It's par for the course for you, buddy. Yeah. Figured that. This one from Josh. Has D'Antonio or MSU provided justification for shielding the, co- the coordinators from post-game press conferences? Uh, you know, I hadn't really thought about that. How many we haven't teams seen them in a while? How many? But how many teams have their coordinators out there? Yeah, some do, some don't. You know, yeah, okay. it, it, you know, and they used to more often. I think things have gotten kind of, but they used to do it every game. And what's really weird is they didn't used to shield them either. Things have been bad. This isn't the first time Michigan State dealt with adversity. They used to trot Dave Warner out there after every everything went wrong every week, and so it, it is interesting that they have not done that. I think it's. Um, it speaks to the level of heat and venom and, and just uh, also that D'Antonio, I don't think, wants to put them through that. All right, this one from Dan P. Seeing that even Nick Saban wasn't able to accomplish as much as Mark D'Antonio while at MSU, please give odds on, the M- on MSU being able to choose the next head football coach that will equal or better D'Antonio's MSU record. They're not great, right? Because, what are you eating? Sorry, I just had a piece, a piece of pie. <laughs> Can't deny the pie, bro. No, it's really good. Banana cream. I deserved it. It was a long day. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I, I'd say not great. I mean, I, I think Narduzzi is the choice if you're trying to duplicate the best of D'Antonio in terms of his understanding of the rise of the program. Somebody who's with him through that who may not have his weaknesses, may not have his stubborn loyalty to the same degree. Maybe we'll you know, experiment with different offenses. Maybe you'll a, a better recruit or hire a different staff there. I think I think Narduzzi is a smart move to try and duplicate it. But you're right. There's a real chance it doesn't work. There's a real chance. That's the thing about the old Antonio thing. And some people wanting to push him out the door. There's not, It may not get any better. Now, that said, the next coach is not going to be any worse offensively than this. Next coach at Michigan State is not going to do worse than 6-6. Six and six. So if this is what D'Antonio is, then then what are you holding on to? All right, next one from Dan P. It's prom night, and your fairy godfather gives you the option of Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island, Barbara Eden uh, from I Dream of Jeannie, Farrah Fawcett, hot nipply poster girl, his words, or Ellie Mae, Beverly Hillbillies, all in their prime. Whom do you take? How about out of their prime, like right now? Who would you mm. take? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Mary Ann. I'm a Mary Ann guy. Mary Ann is nice. But Farrah Fawcett's like undefeated too. I have to say. I mean, I just looked up Marianne from Gilligan's Island. Holy, yeah. Yep. I, I'm with I'm with you on Marianne. I, I used to watch Gilligan's Island when I was you know come home from elementary school and uh, those first years when you're like you get a key and you're home alone for like an hour and a half before a parent gets home and you're allowed to be home on your own and you can watch some TV and nobody's paying attention. There's some some Marianne moments for me in fourth fifth grade. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, no next one from Dan P. If you discovered a magic groovy donut with the ability to destroy the internet forever, would you eat it 
to release its awesome power or decide to leave it in the box to dry up and harden. Used. By the way, it's pumpkin spice with Honolulu blue and silver sprinkles. So this magic groovy donut, uh-huh. the ability to destroy the internet forever. I would. It, it, I like the internet. I would eat it and destroy the internet. Why? The because, internet rules. I mean, but, there's certain things that suck, but come on. I am in the a, whole internet? <laughs> I am in a business that would would thrive. If we went back to printing money in newspapers, I mean, I would happily oh, go back to... Uh, and, and, and rotary I, phones? Uh, yeah, I just think life was better. We were more patient. We had better... I mean, we didn't know what we didn't know. And that would be hard to go back. But I, yeah, if you uh, if you told me... I mean, I probably thinking about it, all the things we'd lose with the technology, I... I wouldn't love it. Like, how would we gamble? Uh, have a bookie on a rotary phone that we'd call. Right, but it's not as easy. You don't see the line movement happening in real time. You know, it's not as not as fun. But in terms of my business overall, and and that's the way I feel. And in terms of the way I think about people addicted to their phones. And, but and, back then, we didn't know what was out there. Now, if you take us from here and go back, it'd be like, I, oh my I god! Think, I think if you did it for a while, like I've always thought, if I owned certain mar- papers in certain markets, I would shut down the website and just force people to boy that's almost as bad as my my bookie deal <laughs> my sports book well but in, shut down all the websites no no shut down the newspaper website so, yeah so like if you're in kalamazoo where i lived for a while heard that what, what do you, i mean if in lansing it's harder right because you got capital coverage and michigan state coverage from other entities but if you're in kalamazoo who else covers what you cover in kalamazoo nothing the TV and news uh, and radio people, they just read the what you write anyway. They're not doing their own reporting all that much. And so what what you do is you just slow down the pace of life. I'm not saying you don't bring it back, but for three months you make people realize how much they depend on you, and then you bring it back hard paywall, you know, some other thing. There are certain markets where it works. It could absolutely work because people are dependent on you. Either that or they don't care about news and you're really screwed and I'm an idiot. <laughs> One of the two. One or two is going to happen. Uh, Aaron Voss, what similarities, if any, do you see between this 2016 to 2019 uh, MSU football stretch and the disappointing 2005 to 2008 stretch for Michigan State basketball? Um, you know, not a lot, because even though that was disappointing, that that didn't seem like a lack of talent, right? They had Paul Davis, they had Shannon Brown, they had you know that was not like, hey, they don't have playmakers or they're missing this. They they seem to underachieve for a few years. After the 05 Final Four. Um, and then they had a couple years where they were down. But people enjoyed it. I, I think one of the healthiest years ever. And I wasn't around here back then. But I you know, I could I could sense it. Was the Drew Neitzel junior year. What is that? 2007? 6, 7 I think. And no. Yeah. His junior year. Before they had Kalen Lucas and those guys. And. That was a bubble team, and everybody knew it. It was a different kind of year. It was the last time they really had a star system with one guy they ran everything for the way they used to with, like, Respert and Steve Smith and those guys years ago. And people knew the goals for that year were different. And when they beat Wisconsin number one, they, like, stormed the floor. Like, who the hell would storm the floor for beating Wisconsin at Breslin? But that was a different type of season, and people enjoyed the small victories because everything, happiness is relative to expectations. They knew it was a decent recruiting class coming in. So I think it was a little different. Um, if, if people could really enjoy, like, I'll tell you where it could be similar in one degree. If next year they have some young pieces at wide receiver, they got a great transfer receiver. They think they got a really young quarterback. They like so you hear some offensive linemen. They like if they have like a new coach or a new offense next year, and there feels like there's some new blood. And next year's team's exciting, but it's not 
great. I think people may enjoy the team even if they don't. Um, the problem is in, in football, there's this looming thing that everything's relative to how Michigan does. And and that's, you know, Michigan's better than Michigan State than it doesn't. People don't enjoy anything. And that's just, that's just kind of the, the, the shitty uh, the shitty way it is. All right, let's 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 take a break here okay. and come back with more of your Groovy Donut Twitter questions. Come enjoy irresistible, award-winning, handcrafted donuts and locally roasted coffee at Groovy Donuts. Surprise your family or coworkers with special holiday designs and flavors or put the perfect finishing touch on an event with a custom order. Birthdays, weddings, gender reveals, our friends at Groovy Donuts are your answer. Experience the Groovy Donuts difference for yourself on Lake Lansing Road in East Lansing or in Williamston. Get more information or place an order at GroovyDonuts.com. Where else can you cheer on your team, enjoy a mouth-watering burger or savory sushi, sip on handcrafted cocktails, or one of 46 beers on tap? Take your game day or date night to Casket Company Kitchen Bar or Front 43 Neighborhood Pub near Frandor. Two amazing places with one awesome blended modern American-Asian menu. Catch the game on one of 30, 60-inch TVs or stop in for the all-you-can-eat lunch buffet. Enjoy happy hour or elevate your night out at Casket Company or Front 43 on East Saginaw in Lansing. When it's your moment, that once-in-a-lifetime moment, you don't just want jewelry. You can get that anywhere. You want a memory that will go down in history. Your history. Your moment. We're Metawar, crafted with exquisite style, quality, and love. So your present will be stunning every time you look at it. Every time someone notices it. And they will notice. We've devoted our lives to this art, and we're proud to share it with you. The gift you want to give is here. Metawar Jewelers in Lansing, Ogemus, Jackson, Portage, and Brighton. This is Doug Warren with your Spotlight Sports Minute taking a look at SCC football this week. The game of the week, number four, Georgia at number 13, Auburn. Georgia must win this game to keep its playoff hopes alive. The Bulldogs have won three straight and have shut out two of their last three opponents. Georgia has won 14 of the last 18 matchups against Auburn and a 16-12-2 record all-time on the road against the Tigers. Georgia is a three-point favorite. The SEC has a 34-13 non-conference record. The league is on pace for its worst non-conference regular season winning percentage since 2000 and already has its highest number of regular season non-conference losses since 2003. The Georgia Bulldogs have still not allowed a TD run this season. The only SEC teams to go an entire season without allowing a rushing TD are Tennessee in 1939 and Mississippi in 1963. Florida's Kyle Trask threw for 363 yards in a 56-zip route of Vanderbilt last week. That's the highest total for a Gator QB since Tim Tebow passed for 482 yards against Cincinnati in the Sugar Bowl in his final season in 2009. That's your Spotlight Sports Minute. I'm Doug Warren. You're listening to Couch in the Rube, a Spotlight production. Instagram is getting into the TikTok business. Photo sharing site is testing a new short form video feature called Reels that lets users make short videos set to music and share them on their Instagram stories or more directly with friends. New feature is kind of exactly what TikTok does. TikTok recently said it had 500 million users. Amazon is offering teachers a place to sell their educational resources. The Ignite platform lets educators list their materials by grade level topic, resource type, and other factors across areas such as math and social studies. Amazon will take a 30% cut of all sales. Looking for a less superficial dating app, S'more can help with that. Rather than swiping right and left based on a profile picture, S'more uses icons that reveal characteristics about a person. As an example, a user might put that they're looking for love, interested in surfing, and went to this or that school, all in the form of little tile icons. When a user interacts with those icons, more visual pieces of the profile start to unblur, eventually revealing a profile photo. Tech Report, Larry Olson, NBC News Radio. Politics. As a former student athlete myself, I believe this is an issue of fairness. 
Student-athletes should be allowed to be compensated by third parties for the use of their name, image, or likeness. Sports. Driscoll in trouble, slips that, rolls right, goes deep downfield, wants Galladay. Kenny made the catch! Touchdown, Detroit Lions! You know, it wasn't safe for him to play. And so from my standpoint, I'm not going to put him in that situation. I want to win more than anybody, but I'm not going to put somebody in harm's way. SpotlightRadioNetwork.com You're listening to Couch in the Room. What are you on, a radio or the TV? SpotlightRadioNetwork.com Answering your Twitter questions today, presented by our good friends at Groovy Donuts. Jason, you ready? Yeah, speaking of, Andrew Gauthier, does anybody else think it's funny that Devin Gardner is talking shit on the Divided We Stand documentary feature on the MSU versus U of M rivalry? Has anyone else... Can you pronounce rivalry? Can you rivalry. Rivalry. There you rivalry. Go. Yeah, yeah. Don't mess with me today, Couch. How dare you? <laughs> Has anyone else been as thoroughly beaten as he was in this rivalry game? It is interesting because the Devin Gardner thing stands out in 2013. And yesterday I was working on a column on, and I had a line in there just about the reasons this is usually a closer game than sometimes the Vegas spread and, and why Michigan State has covered it so often. And one of the things from talking to different players is, you know, people are, they don't quit in this game, right? And we talked about this with Nick Baumgartner yesterday. They don't, they don't, nobody wants to get embarrassed. You're not going to hang, but. I couldn't say nobody ever quits because Devin Gardner kind of quit that game. Like he was getting—I don't blame him—he was getting pummeled in that twenty-eight to six game in two thousand thirteen. But that—that that was the closest to anybody saying, "All right, I've had enough." I've ever seen in, in this rivalry. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I have not seen the divided we stand. A lot of people love it. A lot of people are, are talking about it. At some point, Jason and I will have to see this because we will have, yeah, have to be part check of it out this weekend. For yeah, sure, absolutely. I'm sure, Big Ten Network is going to air it every two seconds. So. Uh, from Andrew, watching uh, Divided We Stand, what happened to D'Antonio's little smirk when he talked about this rival? Uh, sorry, feels like he lost some of that juice the last couple of seasons. Is it possible he gets it back, or is it just natural for a guy who's coached for so long to slow down a bit? Yeah, and again, we haven't seen it, but I know what you mean. Like, it used to be this was his place that he had a little swagger. And, and, but the problem is, I think before, he thought he had the upper hand. And when you don't think you're going to win the game, it's hard to have the smirk. And, you know, if I were D'Antonio, though, I would be a little more blunt. He's still, even if he loses this year, he's 8-5 and five against Michigan. Still 8-4 and four in the last 12. If Michigan wins this to win two in a row against Michigan State, it will still be the first time that D'Antonio has lost twice in a row to Michigan. Correct? Am I right on that? I think I am. So, it's not like... He's lost, you know, it's not like they're not in a fight anymore in this rivalry. So you can still have the swagger. There's There, there are some people who, who think there's a 10-year rule to coaches. Like, there's a 10-year arc and, you, you, you know, every – and I'm going to screw this up because I don't know who the coach was. But Nate Atkins always says – coach told him that every year a fan base loves you 10% less. And so by the time you've been there 10 years, that's it. Now, I don't think that's 100% right with D'Antonio because nine years in, they were in the playoff. But um, certainly he's been there a long time, and, and you know I think right now he's just a little beaten down, and he doesn't have the swagger because he doesn't think he has the team and the goods to win the matchup. 
All right, next one from Andrew. This uh, MSU U of M game strikes me as the type of game that can get ugly fast if MSU doesn't start strong. Is there anything you've seen that indicates Michigan State can win by just hanging around, or do we need a few strong possessions right out of the gate? Yeah, I think they – they. I mean, I guess if they're they're even, you could see it, but really they need to it, – it needs to be almost alarming that they're in control a little bit. Like, oh, my goodness, Michigan State's up 14-7. Because if this game is gets down to late and making plays late, now maybe Michigan gets nervous. There's a lot at stake. They have not been great against rivals, even though Harbaugh's 2-2 two and two against Michigan State. So maybe that dynamic would be in play, but Michigan State has not finished games all that well, and so I, I you know, I think Michigan State's got to have a little more control than just being within seven or just, you know, that that sort of thing. This doesn't seem like the type type of team that's going to finish the game. All right, this one from Andrew as well. Um, where did this performance from Malik Hall uh, come from? He went from looking out of his element all year so far to out of his element all year so far to having a phenomenal game versus Seton Hall tonight. Will this be a turning point for him? Can he be good this good all year? When you say out of his element all year, that was two games, uh, and and I technically actually, all year. Yeah, it was all year. <laughs> I, I, I talked to him about it. He talked about the Kentucky game, like, and it was you know all your life you're told let the game come to you, and you get out you get out there, and all of a sudden you're like I got to make plays. And so the the shot he took at Kentucky, which I actually didn't think was as good as the shot he took yesterday. I thought he was a little more guarded, but he took a pretty long three. But it was off the same action that they got a lot of last night. And so technically, that's a shot he's supposed to shoot when the ball comes to him that way. So he shot it. But he'd been in the game like eight seconds. And he was cold and it looked quick. And, and then he had one really bad, you know, kind of out of control play. Uh, and he just wasn't comfortable. So I, I don't, I mean, I don't think he's going to go seven for seven and three for three for three and, and all that stuff. But I do think there is a um, a chance we see more and more days from him that are really productive more and more shooting days uh more advances to what's a pretty versatile game i mean he's i mean he caught that pass inside from tillman laid it up and in against traffic to give him a 74 73 lead that's a really good play on the road for a freshman to make and i i think there's just a lot of signs that what you saw last night from him is real now real to seven for seven no but real in a guy who the, the the other big thing for Michigan State is who's going to be their third guy night in and night out. And sometimes Aaron Henry, they need it to be. But the, the idea that, you know, you might get it from him in a given day and he can handle a big setting and a big game, I, I think is really, really important. All right, last one from Andrew. What's the most upset you guys have been at each other? And did that anger seep into that day's show? Can we get a couch versus the Rube charity boxing challenge? I volunteer as a referee. Why do people want us to fight all the time? Know. Like it's a common theme. Yeah, I, I don't have the nose or the reach to to make that work in my favor. <laughs> and uh, I'm too lazy. Yeah, well, I just want to get hammered. You'll probably knock me out in the first. I mean, I'll just be like, I'll be so stunned because I, I'd actually reach you and you'd be drunk and just passed out. Man. Yeah, um, I don't know. What's the we we had one show not that long ago where we really. Yeah, really at each other. What, no, what? it wasn't too bad. We started off, and you came in, and then you were critiquing every little thing, and I just got pissed, and I said, you want to F and do the show? And yeah. And after yeah. the break, we were fine. Yeah. So, no, that's pretty much the only time I can recall. I don't know if... Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been pissed at you at least twice a week for the last year plus, but I try and hide that pretty well. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. No, so we Only don't twice a week. In. I mean, I'm I'm dancing. Yeah. I'm dealing with that one <laughs> twice a week. I'm good. But no, I don't think it spilled it throughout the show. I just figured... And it's tough as a two-man band that we've talked about. Sometimes we want to take a break. and Who knows? But no, it doesn't spill over.
Yeah. Uh, Jay Riemann Schneider. I'm a Michigan fan, but listen to both teams talk radio shows. I haven't heard much talk about the game on MSU shows. Mostly, it's mostly D'Antonio talk and basketball. You're around it, so I ask. Has the MSU community just given up, up hope for this game? I'll tell you this, and, and, and it's, harder, it's harder for us to measure uh, here exactly where things are. And we're getting some MSU football questions. A lot of it's D'Antonio, but there's not – where I really am able to measure in real time is the metrics of the LSJ. And the Malik Hall column, which is a subscriber-only column that I wrote last night that was up this morning, did gangbusters. The three quick takes off the game did amazing. The football stuff isn't doing very well. Even the predictions, the five, the, the five determining factors, that's uh, five factors in prediction. That does, stuff does that shock you though? I mean, what, why no, would I want to read about? Correct. Unfortunately, right. I don't Pe- want to read about it. People aren't really into reading about this game. They they kind of they're dreading it a little bit. They're curious if it if it goes well, Michigan State fans will read the hell out of it. But I also don't. Oh, if it goes disastrously bad, they'll read angrily, looking for certain things to be said. But if it's like. 31-17, about where the spread is, and it's just a game that, you know, they're just not as good. Yeah, people people will move on. They'll be, I mean, and, and when the basketball team wins a game like that, it, but yeah, I think you're right. People have, are, I don't want to say they've given up hope, but they're, they're bracing for the worst. Well, like Kurt on Facebook Live asks, he's like, well, what should I do instead of watching the game? I mean, are, are, are a lot of the fan base, are they going to do the same and not watch, or are they going to keep one eye on their phone and if Michigan State's up seven nothing, do you tune in or are you just totally checked out? That's an interesting thing. I mean, I'm going to watch. You know, yeah, I think everybody's going to watch. I think it's one of those things where you know, you may you may do your surroundings differently. Now we can tell you, front forty three is a good option, right? Sure. A lot of beer, a lot of people from both sides, but a lot of, but a lot of people may want to like chill in their own basement where they can control the the different fan elements around them and 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 i sort of understand that as well sure uh next one from jay graham you said uh you said you like uh, to get the pulse of the fan base by these twitter questions do these questions ever steer you towards or away from a story you thought about writing uh i'm trying to think specifically yeah i mean there there i and i and i steer you away well i I can't I can't give you a specific example, but there have definitely been ideas that have percolated for stories I've done or columns I've done based on Twitter questions and discussions we've had here that, that come from come from listeners. And steer me away, what, what that would mean is if, I, I, I'll say this, if I have an idea or I think a topic is interesting and we do a Twitter question, we do two week, you know, we do a, a Tuesday and a Friday and within that there's like not one question on that topic and nobody, you know, nobody seems that into it. That's sometimes telling to me. So uh, that's, I don't know how often that steered me away, but I do read the pulse in terms of what people's interests are uh, in, in a given week, and, and sometimes that factors into decisions. All right, uh, next up, Raymond Chains. Earlier this year, I posted that the Tulsa win would look better as the season progressed. I was stupid. They won three or four games. Yeah, Tulsa didn't wind up that good. I, I thought they were going to be okay, too, uh, defensively at least, but no, that uh, – that didn't work out. It's not, it was not the Utah State of, of 2018. Next one from Raymond Graham. Did you play varsity basketball? I did not. And uh, I went to Lansing Sexton at the time, which had, I mean, both when I started there and finished different groups, but uh, like four D1 guys pretty much. I mean, it was a loaded roster and 
Did not have a whole lot of white guys on the team, and I did not have a lot of confidence either. At the, I, I, it'll, it'll, it'll impact because it's one of the things I sort of regret. In my 20s and 30s, I got good enough where I could have obviously played, but you don't get to play in your mid-20s in high school. That's part of the reason. They, they don't let 25-year-olds play. You're a grown man. But it will impact what I do with my own kids. And I have a buddy who's like me who was born around Halloween and went to school at four years old, went to kindergarten. And so, how you know, you go to high school at 13. And I was 5'9", 135 as a freshman in high school, 6'1", 160 as a sophomore. If I go to high school, begin at 6'1", 160, that's a whole different freshman year experience, right, in terms of athletic confidence. And that factors, and I have a buddy who's doing the same thing. His kid's starting later now, and... and because while I don't regret it, um, I wish I'd done it. And I, you know, but you can't you can't change who you were at thirteen, fourteen years old. You were the piddly little pipsqueak you were. You know, just homeschooling. Not homeschooling. Start your own homeschool basketball squad. Not homeschooling. I, I don't. We may have some homeschoolers to listen, but I've I've there, there's been <laughs> oh, some. Sorry, I, I, sorry, I, homeschoolers. No, what I mean is I've had some introductions to when I used to work in the testing lab over Lansing Community College when I was a freshman or so, sophomore. Uh, the uh, the homeschoolers you could uh, you could see coming. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. All right, uh, this one from Raymond Chains. A front forty three meetup would be fun, but I'd also be down to a meetup at Groovy Donuts. I've heard Graham mention them once or twice. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd be down for that too. The one thing that Groovy Donuts doesn't have that front forty three has is beer. Bring your own B.O.B. That's right. We could, I, we could do it after hours. B.Y.O.B. Yeah. B.Y.O.B. and donuts. That does sound amazing. Oh, my God. Gambling, donuts, and beer. We'd set up a sports book in the in Groovy Donuts. Jesus. Sounds amazing. Sounds this would like be the best donut like shop ever. Uh, next one from Raymond. Does Jack Ebling always throw a 40-year-old polyester sports coat over <laughs> a sweatshirt before going on air, or is that just for special occasions? Uh, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wasn't ready for that one. Special occasions. <laughs> uh, Dominic writes in, is Graham saying, oh, that was funny. Yeah, we'll have to do that some uh, sometime. The equivalent of a flight attendant smiling at me during heavy turbulence. I just don't believe it. Yeah, I do s- sort of, we don't get to certain things here that we, we say we're going to do. That's <laughs> <laughs> no question. They all sound Sorry. like great ideas. Oh, man. Life gets busy. <laughs> Thanks, Raymond. That made my day. So funny. Yeah, what? Flight attendants lying to you during heavy heavy turbulence? I don't even ask. I just reach for your booze, right? If, you, if you're on a plane with heavy turbulence, screw it. Oh, that was Raymond on the the, the Ebling thing. That's what I said. Oh, it was Dominic on the next one. Okay, good. Uh, I like them both. Yeah, they're both they're good. They're both awesome. Yep. Uh, next one from Dominic. I know Ken Manny is revered by many, but aren't the crazy amounts of injuries every year starting to raise some eyebrows? Graham says young doctors are better, so maybe <laughs> young strength and conditioning coaches are the way to go. Yeah, you blame Manny on that? No, no, I don't. I, you know, people always think it's the program that that you're around that has the most injuries, but I guarantee it's everywhere. And Saban's tried to hire him. I mean, I, I think he's a well revered, revered dude. But I, I do believe in the young medical schools. The medical school touts being around since 1913 when they were putting leeches and doing lobotomies on people and stuff. Like maybe go somewhere that's been around since 1994, since they knew how to fix a knee. That's what I'm saying. So it's not Manny's fault. It's not. Okay. All right. Next one from Dominic. Did Graham hate Michigan growing up too, 
or was he objective and rational as a 14-year-old? Of course I was objective and rational as a 14-year-old. What 14-year-old isn't? Um, no, you know, I went through interesting patches with Michigan because I grew up here, and I was obviously an MSU fan mostly. But I like I love the '89 Michigan team with uh, you know Terry Mills and Glenn Rice and Sean Higgins and all those guys, right? That was uh, Ramil Robinson. That was my squad. And like when I was like nine years old, and I remember getting these Michigan shorts that were like three quarter length. I thought I looked like a badass playing across the street in this driveway. And then uh, Fab Five, I had kind of an interesting relationship with. I, I liked, I loved Jalen Rose and the way he walked. I, even when I played tennis, I always tried to walk pigeonhole toad like him and Andre Agassi um but wow didn't yeah I, I didn't you know there were times probably as a, as a youth that I didn't like Michigan because I was more a Michigan State guy but I also had this you know I'm an impressionable kid who had some love certain elements of the pop culture angle to it too all right this one from Dominic do you think Michigan State hockey can again become what it was in the 80s and 90s I know everyone loves a winner, but was that hockey craze a byproduct of having only modest successes in football and basketball? I think part of it was that. I, I do think the other sports, especially basketball, hurts hockey. But the, the hockey was something that gave fans a, a level of self-worth. It was the program that can win a national title. It was the program that can beat Michigan. And when that wasn't happening in the other programs, that was the place you went that where you got to be elite. And being elite somewhere else hurts hockey, and then they've been down for a while. I do think... You get back to a place where if, if, if hockey had a run where they got to like a frozen four and they were, you know, at the top of the Big Ten, you lost some of those rivalries. It was dumb to even create the Big Ten Hockey League. I do think hockey could become a thing again where, um, but, but you know, it's weird because we've struggled to cover it at the LSJ. We really have. And we've thought about, you know, because like the athletic puts a lot of resources into it and, and a subscription model, but you have to really commit to that. And our problem is we kind of write about hockey for the basketball and football fan, and that serves a certain purpose, but not a lot. It doesn't get a lot of readership. It sort of insults the hockey person who wants a little more depth. But to put resources into that depth requires some intense readership that we just haven't seen. It's been a struggle. So, you know, I, I think for us, we're curious too. Like the hockey team has almost been down most of the time of the page view era, and so we really don't have a feel on what the actual readership buzz was either and, and, and how big it was. All right, Dominic, uh, with this one, could Graham and Jason, both at peak physical condition, have been high-end players in the WNBA? No. 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 <laughs> no, what's that, like a high-end player? I mean, not no. even Not even a low-end player. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm big. We're big enough. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, yeah. Peak physical condition. Yeah, I would have yeah. some shots. Thirty-year-old women, Graham, can't, women can't play basketball. Thirty-year-old Graham could 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 get a tryout <laughs> in a WNBA game. Yeah, that'd be funny. Thirty-year-old Graham, watch that. But, but I tell you what, like so, I, I covered uh, a woman at Western Michigan, Carrie Moore, who I think she's now an assistant at Creighton or someplace like that. Um, she's all-time leading scorer at Western. Really good player. Got a cup of tea in the NBA, played a little bit overseas WNBA, but never really made it. She'd kick my ass. A cup of tea? Well, she she played like a preseason, you know, made little final cuts or whatever, the Chicago Sky. But she she's way better than me and she couldn't make it. And and that was when I was like peak playing. So no, I couldn't I couldn't. Like I'm Kristen Haney, I remember her at Mason, and she was the kind of player like I was, but I mean not even close, right? So yeah, who knows? Who knows what would happen? Did she make the WNBA? She went to state. Uh she did. She played quite a bit in the yeah. WNBA, I believe. All right. So I guess no, Dominic. That's the that's our answer. <laughs> <laughs> Although we try. Uh, Dominic, Jason, who do you enjoy working with more, 
Graham or Rico, please support your answer. I, I see. I get to have the luxury of doing both shows, and if I say Rico, Graham will probably get up and walk out right now. So no, I like. I prefer doing the show with Graham, but I also like doing the show with Rico. They both have their their qualities. What are our qualities? Well, like Rico, we talk, we go off off kilter and talk different kind of stories. And Graham, you're just a great guy, man. You know. I don't like that answer, but okay. Next. <laughs> what was I supposed to say? No, but I'm saying like, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, Bay. Uh, Bay. Can you tell Dominic to bring in the trash and recycle bins? I'm out of town this weekend, and I feel it'll only get done <laughs> if it comes from you guys. Thanks. Dominic, bring in the trash and recycle bins. Damn, dude. You have to be told, though? I mean, it's just the thing you do, Dominic. Come on, buddy. Uh, Nick Farley, did you get Disney Plus? I have not. I don't. I have Hulu Live. I don't have a need for another streaming service. Like that's the problem, right? When you got to choose, I, I got to be able to get everything. And uh, I'm not Pornhub, gonna... Hulu. You got you're all busy over there. You know, Disney Plus. What's on Disney Plus? Uh, that's the thing. I don't think it's all that much. It may. I don't even think it comes with ESPN Plus. Like I, I don't know the whole package, but I, it doesn't have enough sports. See, I hear Disney Plus, and I think it's just like kid movies and like yeah. animation stuff. You yeah, know? I don't. I don't think it's just that. But no. I think that's part of it. Yeah, I, 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 I do not have interest in, in – I'm trying to cut back on the amount of money I'm spending on entertainment and uh, and television and porn. I, well, I just got an email today from Hulu Live that they're going to go from 45 to 55 a month. I'm like, whoa, don't creep up towards cable now. How dare you? Yeah, because I'll just go back. That, that cable is convenient and easy. Yeah. Uh, Jake Hawkins writes in, why does MSU have a hard time defending certain star point guards – First Kentucky's Maxi and Seton Hall's Powell last night. Well, a couple things. One, these are really good players who are hitting tough shots. Just it's two games, two guys. Powell's an All American. Maxi's it's a really good freshman who got hot. Um, you know, Winston is not a defensive star. I mean, that's not his thing. He, he's okay. Uh, and the backup to Winston is even worse. And, and the best option there is probably um, Rocket Watts. Although you saw Henry on him a lot. Uh, you know, great guards hit shots. We'll see if that continues. If, if this winds up like 20 games in, every high major team that's playing as a guard that goes off on Michigan State, then, then it's a storyline. Next one from Jake. Why does Kentucky's loss Tuesday Tuesday night show how young and inexperienced they are? Or th- there's a talent gap between them and MSU? No, what happened was you ran into a hungry veteran mid-major team with a coach who'd been there before. They put a lot into that game. Kentucky took them lightly. They were a little dinged up. That's what happens, and that's the danger of the difference between mid-majors and low-majors. You know, Binghamton's not. There's no risk. By the way, two, I didn't even use this. This would be. This is more of an Ebling line in a column. But Marcus Bingham, big day against Binghamton. Oh boy, he already did that. Malik Hall, Seton Hall. I guarantee you, he did that. He hasn't been on the air yet. He'll no, do it today. I, no. He tweeted it out. Something. Yeah, he spoke about it. Uh, next one from Jake. Uh, after last night's tough grinded out victory over Seton Hall, and with Kentucky losing, where do you expect Michigan State will be ranked next week? Uh not what? What are they three now? I don't know how far Kentucky falls, but pro- yeah, it's a good question. This is where the rankings need me, and they get they it gets rough. It's a road win. Uh, they might you know, but it just doesn't matter. But it'll be in the top three. Um. I don't. The, the real question is how far does Kentucky fall, and uh, 
I'd like them not to be hugely punished for that loss, but they probably will fall below Michigan State, so probably two. All right, next one from Hawkins. Are you still upset that Fox Sports is still using the old NBA on NBC theme music for college basketball coverage? Come up with your own theme music or use the typical Fox Sports theme music. It's a little it's a little weird when you hear it. Um, yeah, it's not good. It's like, wait a second, because it was awesome, the old NBA and NBC. Like, it, it takes me back to my youth, and I get excited. But don't, yeah, it feels like a ripoff, and it's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's cheapening. It makes it's you cheap. dream about John Tesh. Yes. All right, next one from Jake. What are your thoughts about the Indiana Hoosiers football team? John means- Tesh. You John Tesh. That- no, John Tesh did the NBA on NBC. Thing. No, he did. Yeah, he did. Did he really? Dude, look it up. I, I'll bet you whatever. Does Another he still sandwich. do that light rock, like late night? Uh, oh, yeah. Like, he does like that a- radio show still. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Why not? Make yeah. a bank, old Tesh. Yeah. Uh, Jake, uh, what are your thoughts about the Indiana Hoosiers football team being 7-2 and two at this point of the season? So that Indiana wound up being the Utah State of last year for MSU. That win actually looks pretty decent. And th- that's one of those games, too, where you, you're sort of reminded that MSU at some point could be a decent football team. I, I don't think Indiana's a great football team. Their schedule's helped with that. And But, you know, Michigan State had to beat a decent team that day and did. Uh, the problem is you saw what, what's happened against teams that are the next tier. We'll find out about Indiana. They play at... Um, Penn State this week. So if Indiana's for real, real, we'll know it on Saturday. All right. Hawkins again with uh, when the name, image, and likeness rule passes, which of these car dealership owners would be the best at persuading Michigan State athletes to endorse for them? Ralph Shaheen, Robert Sawyers, Hank Graff, Terry Hanks, Barry Merrill, or another? Or other? Is there another? Jeez. I think think it's got to be Terry Hanks, right? If I make a bucket, sure look. Yep. Gotta be. Gotta I think be. his days are over of kind of getting into the mix, though, right? Yeah. Probably. But Shaheen doesn't he do? Uh, is he a donor? Yeah, he's a donor. Yeah, but but Terry Hanks, you know, you've got guys on horseback and they're out there and all be everybody's <laughs> waving at the camera. That's 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 the play. That's the play. All right, from Jake. Uh, with their victory over Portland last week, do you think the Lansing Catholic Central Cougars have what it takes to go all the way and win a state championship? I have no idea, but it was a convincing win. What, 21 nothing after uh, you know losing to them during the year and playing on the road? So that's the sort of win that makes you think maybe. All right. Uh, last one from Hawkins. Or no, wait. Uh, what do you think about the segment name, the usual suspects when answering Twitter questions from me, Chester Lemonade, uh, Andrew Gautier, and the real Upper Deck Jerk guy? Well, the only problem is there's some other usuals. I mean, you know, Dominic and, and uh, Raymond Chains, and there's some other usuals. So, I, But we can be bought, so if you want us to do that's it, right. send us some cash. That's right. We'll Usual suspects, your, yeah. Yeah, we'll get your segment ready. Maybe Kevin Spacey could sponsor it. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, next one from, last one from Jake. If you want to do a Couch in the Rube Christmas party, how about Front 43 Neighborhood Pub on Friday, December 20th, or Saturday, December 21st, Eric Schultz adds... Uh, if this is going to be a thing, the Hoff's Christmas album is a must. <laughs> Just blaring over front forty three. Sure. Yeah. Well, we are. I, I I do want to look at this, and I don't mean like when I sometimes say that we're not actually going to look at it. But Christmas parties, though, people people fill up on those quick. I, I feel like it's got to be a week night uh, for most people because the Saturdays and the holidays people get booked up. But we will look into the idea if we can have a small gathering. I don't know how many people would want to show up. We'll put it out there on Twitter, maybe. No, we won't. No, we'll no, we won't. We'll we say won't. we will, and we won't. Really? Kind of like the Survivor Pool. Survivor, Survivor Pool is still happening. I just oh, need a good... Second bye week, huh? Well, we did have a second bye week. Yeah. 
I'm, 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 we know we're gonna get it back together. I just need a good eight <laughs> hours to go through it all. I mean, no, it's, I know. It's, it's been rough. Yeah, it's been rough. Yeah, you need your guy to do it for you. No, no, no. I don't want. I don't want to. Do, I want. I don't want to tempt Eric again. But, but I did appreciate <laughs> Eric that one time because he put us in a place now where we have a shot. So, all right, Chester Lemonade. Uh, did you notice the refs last night in the Michigan State Seton Hall game? They let stuff go. Why the difference in officiating from the Kentucky game? Why, where is the disconnect? It must be hard for coaches to adapt. And yet, still, Michigan State was in foul trouble. They got to get better at that. And then there were some calls I didn't think were great. The call, one of the calls on Cassius, I really didn't like. Um, but it was a Bo Borowski game, so it's going to be well, well officiated. Yeah, that's the problem. This is why you got to go to six fouls. I said it before because too often officials dictate how a game is going to be played out, and uh, there's no question. You get to six fouls, a lot of that goes away. Uh, is Seton Hall a Final Four team? They were impressive. They got a they got an NBA guard. They got size. They're not matchup proof, and somebody's going to. I feel like somebody defensively is going to come in and give Miles Powell some problems. I, I don't think so. But like like we said earlier with the Purdue comparison last year with Carson Edwards, you could see how it would happen. Is uh, the next one from Chester? Is MSU getting the best version of every team because of their preseason ranking? Certainly, this was one that was circled and hyped up, and and that's you know yeah. I mean, they are to some degree. Um, maybe not Duke, although Duke will hit them for a different reason. The way that. Last season ended, although a lot of new players there. But yeah, there's 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 something to that. Do you think Cassius Winston's play suffered a bit last night because of the tragedy with his brother? I don't think so. I mean, he was awesome late. So, I mean, he, he, he knew when he had to take over. You could see at one moment, like, they were starting to take control, and he came down, and he was like, all right, screw this. And that was even before his late barrage, and I thought he was great. So I, I don't want to say that because I just don't know. And, and he did not talk last night, and, you know, I think all of us who cover the team are just sort of letting that be until he says he wants to when nobody's pushing that. All right, next one from Chester is uh, Izzo giving Foster Lawyer enough of a chance. On the flip side, where is his lethal shot? Yeah, I mean, he put him in. I think Izzo's intent when he put him in there with 8.45 to go and Cassius Winston in foul trouble in the first half was to play him maybe the rest of the half, but at least four or five minutes. And after four, about three, almost four, he pulled him for defensive purposes. He had a shot last night, hit a three. That's what's going to save him. If for some reason, he becomes a guy... Also, not only does he have to become a pesky defensively, but a guy whose who's shot makes him uh, you know, something you want on the floor, that, that'll help him too. All right, from Chester Graham, when you lose more hair, will you shave it? No. I, don't, I mean, I don't plan to. I got my Uncle Bruce's head of hair, my mom's brother, so I, I don't. You can't do I, the swoop, dude. Yeah, you can't I, do the blah. No, yeah, my dad, I love had, George, my but, dad had that, but I don't have my dad's hair. I, I, I think I'm okay. I don't, I don't think it gets a whole lot thinner than this. All right, does the group have any advice for uh, for me on how to pick up women? I'm bald but have a solid personality. Sometimes I drink too much and go to gentlemen's clubs. Therese, have any friends? Uh, any advice? Yeah, man, just keep drinking. Two drink minimum rule. That's all you got to do. Trust me. And and remember, when the strippers act like they really like you, they genuinely do. They want to date you. Yeah. That's absolutely. really my advice. Like every, every stripper wants to sleep with when you. When they tell you the, uh, their real name? That's absolutely. the real name. Yep, absolutely. That's it. Mercedes. Make sure you get the number. Uh, Chester Lemonade, what's uh, both of your guys' favorite Michigan versus Michigan State football game? Any good memories of Clockgate? I mean, I remember Clockgate. For me, it's 1995. I was 15 years old. Went to the game with my dad. Uh, the, the you know the Nigeria Carter catch from Tony Banks, and that was that was just fun. The hot cocoa, the cold weather, the the 3:30 start that goes into a night football game. That was fun. Upper deck jerk guy. Can Malik Hall play like this all year? What's his nickname? If he doesn't have one, what should it be? Yeah, we got to come up with one. Like Hall, something, you know, we got to. Malik the Freak. Oh, yeah. 
Moneyball Malik. Oh, money, man. We'll work on this. I like this. Any suggestions you have on a, on a nickname from Malik, we will try to do. I just I just wrapped it up, I thought. Okay. Pretty pretty easy. I don't think he has one, but uh, we'll work on it. Uh, where the hell is Seton Hall? Uh, just in Newark. Not right in downtown Newark, but they play their games at the Prudential Center. Tacos or pizza? Pizza. Oh, tacos, dude. You tacos or pizza? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah give me a pizza. I'll eat the whole damn thing. Tacos are safer for me because they're smaller and I don't eat as many. Uh, can Jason do an entire show in a Thomas Kithier mask and headband? Hell yeah, I'm in. Yeah, okay. I'll do it. I don't know what the effect would be. I don't know. Okay. Who knows? Maybe I'll read the questions better. <laughs> Let's stumbling. Uh, any signs of ED yet? You? No. I mean, yeah. No, I'm good. Yep. I would tell you if I did. Uh, when, I was on de- when I was on depression medication, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But no. Uh, where should I go on vacation and don't say hell? Marquette, Michigan, I always say it's the best place in the world. Evan. I'm sure I know the answer based on the way you both act, but have you ever been concussed? How many times did you go through uh, protocols? How many concussions have you had? Oh, I don't know. I've never been diagnosed with one. I've had at least four. I uh, got knocked unconscious by a tennis net in 1994. Uh, <laughs> definitely fell off a bunk bed in 88. Uh, flipped over, <laughs> broke my grandmother's lamp. First words, we don't want to go to school tomorrow. I've had a few. Uh, never been through any protocols. How do you remember though? all that? But you can't, couldn't remember the one donut you had like three times. We had to tell you. But <laughs> all right, last one. Because I got hit my head twenty times. <laughs> last one of the week from the jerk guy. What question will Graham ask this year that can earn the response? Don't coach my team. Who? Well, we got to come up with one. Something. We'll do this collectively. Just ask Hondo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be, I'll just come out with some big tone, forty-seven second lead in. <laughs> It'll be about some starters. He's already done it to me this year a little bit when I had the, like too many questions about Marcus Bingham. Was, don't don't start my team or whatever he said. Appreciate Groovy Donuts. Love you guys. We'll be back Monday, and we'll overreact to everything that happens this weekend. Catch the roof. Call means football, falling leaves, and furnace maintenance. Hi, I'm Peggy Doty. Call the winning team at Doty McCann. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.